You're listening to the Aligned Women Podcast, the show for moms who are chiropractors. This show will bring you guests to share their stories, their struggles, their experiences, and me, your host, Dr. Danielle Eaton, so that you can create a practice that's right for you and your family. Hey, ladies, today I'm here with uh, a brand new guest to the show. She's the wife to a former pro cyclist, Ben Jacquemains, and a super mom to two healthy, active children who are 9 and 11. She's an athlete and a mini farmer. She's worked as a scientist, a technical writer, and a, oh gosh, I already forgot how to say the word. Swan year. Swan year, yes, for professional cycling team. She graduated from Palmer College of Chiropractic West in 2007, where she focused on sports chiropractic. She's been practicing chiropractic for nine years. She's a small business owner of Golden Chiropractic in Aptos, California, and is active in her community supporting activities and events that support healthy, active families. She stays active with regular walks on the beach, stand-up paddle boarding, downhill skiing, and CrossFit. And our guest today is Dr. Goldie Jacques Mains. Hi. Hi. How are you? Thank you? I'm well, thank you, Danielle. I'm excited and nervous, and I'm really excited about your podcast. Well, thank you're you doing. so much. No reason to be nervous, by the way. I know that a lot of moms come into interviews like this, like, feeling nervous, but good news is that if we mess up, we can go back and fix it later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I would love for you to tell us more about... Um, your practice journey. You've been in practice for nine years. It's a bit longer than some of the other moms that listen to the show. So tell us where you started and how you came to this life now where you are crossfitting and downhill skiing and paddleboarding. Well, I guess where do I begin? Um, I had my, my son while I was in school. Um, so I feel like my journey as a mom started, started then. Um, I was in I was in chiropractic school when um, when I found out I was pregnant, and um, I started part time then, um, being a part time I guess mom and a part time chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, I, I I think a lot of students um, go through chiropractic school straight through, and you know three years and a quarter. Yeah. And and when I delivered my son, I immediately just dropped down to part time, and. Um, and which was good. It was, it was the period in our curriculum where things got a little bit tougher and I was trying to nurse and do all everything. So in, when I was in clinic, eventually I, then I found out I was pregnant again. Oh, wow. And so I had my daughter six weeks before graduation and uh, sort of took that time uh, while I was in clinic and, and my um, internship and had the baby and, and so that process took a little bit longer as well um, so I started practice it was already my second career and I just was really eager to get started so I purchased a practice um, from a chiropractor in my in my hometown it was an activator practice and and she had been in practice for 20 years really great reputation and um, had a thriving practice so I had done my internship there and had been in the, in the office for a bit and it was a really quick transition and she like left the state. <laughs> um, it was, that was a pretty stressful experience to go through. Wow. Um, that was in the beginning of 2008. And of course that was around the time when 
um, when the economy started really tanking. Yes. And so I had this student loan and now a business loan. Um, and I was practicing at the time in a, in a rural community, a very Latino community, and, and, and it was hit really hard by the recession. And so I, it was a very stressful period. You know, I had, um, I'm grateful that, you know, I had the support of my family. Um, but I was working four or five days a week with babies um, and trying to volunteer in preschool and meet people and really quickly just realized I couldn't, you know, do it all myself. Yeah. So um, and that was a really hard period in my life for sure. Um, you know, and, and I think because the business couldn't support all the staff that I had taken on, you know, I was, had to let people go and I was taking care of, of my own billing and just really worked hard to simplify the business and um, transition things to more automation and, and started asking for help. Yes. Amen to that. I, I've been talking about that a lot today with other moms that I've talked to on the phone um, that, you know, we, like we think that we can do it all right. For whatever reason, whether it's our own yeah. belief system or society's conditioning, whatever we think that we can do it all but it becomes a very overwhelming to try to do it all, especially after you have children that you're trying to do it all for. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my husband at that point in his cycling career was really doing well. And so he was traveling a ton. Um, mm -hmm. He would be gone for two, three weeks at the time. And yeah. Oh Lord, that was just such a hard time in life. Really. Yeah. Um, doing it all. So what, what got you out of this phase? Um, I, I asked for help really. Um, I, I kind of started with my husband just looking at me and I made myself really sick. Um, I had a lot of digestive issues at that mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Um, and, 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 and he just, you know, I wasn't exercising and I felt very overweight and unhealthy and, and he's, he said, you know, I want you to be around our kids forever and you need to take care of your heart. And I, I, I really appreciate him telling me that. And I started to realize that as a healthcare provider, I wanted to be a model for health in yeah. my community. Um, and so I started w with Weight Watchers um, and, and that helped me in the past with managing food intake. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I, I love to eat. And um my Weight Watchers coach um, became my life coach. And as she transitioned her, um, her career into life coaching, she, she was really, really helpful for me in, in learning how to time block. I think that was probably the biggest thing I learned out of the life coaching was realizing that I wasn't taking any time for myself um, and for my family. And I was so focused on, on business and just running myself really ragged pushing this business that wasn't my dream practice it was somebody else's dream practice and sure yeah. I opened my first day with you know a ton of office visits every month but it wasn't um, what was bringing me a lot of joy and I started you know saying no she saw a lot of workers comp and I realized I really didn't like that and I 
I led Dublin Workers Comp and that felt really good. And so sort of little by little shedding the, um, the constraints of that practice that I had taken on mm-hmm. and starting to build it as my own. Um, eventually I closed the location I never liked the location much, and I, I moved into a multidisciplinary office, um, a multidisciplinary wellness center, and, and, and that became a lot easier. I wasn't owning the business anymore and covering all the overhead, and so for the next three years, I really just focused on my family, and I only worked three days a week, and I focused on my own self-care, and I really um, learned that that self-care is health care which is probably my main message that I, that I tell all my patients now i think that's a good title for this episode self-care <laughs> yeah so you mentioned kind of quietly and briefly that there was like a three-year period of time that you focused on your health and self-care more so than your practice And I think that that's really significant, actually, because oftentimes we think like, we'll do a cleanse or a purification or something that'll like get the weight off or whatever, right? Quickly, three weeks, three months, maybe even, and then like get back in the swing of things with business. And it it doesn't always work that way. (laughs) And I I noticed that myself, like it's been three years now for me of not practicing full time. And I still feel some days like I'm navigating this like a little bit differently now than I was a year ago, a little bit, a little bit better some days. What is it about three years? I feel like for me, I mean, I worked as a molecular biologist for three years and then it's like, I'm ready for my second career. I'm I don't know. For me, three years seems to be about my cycle where I where I have major transformation. So yeah. I think a big part of that is just accepting that change happens yes. and that change is perfect and change is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started practice, one of my 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 main mentors um, he said to me like set your hours and keep them. And he has had the same hours for thirty five years. And I probably change my hours every three months yeah depending on soccer season or what the kids are doing after school or just because I want more time in my garden in the spring and that works for me yep that's beautiful that's what this is really all about right is figuring out what does work for you giving yourself permission to explore and find it and giving the middle finger to everything else that you feel like you've been told you should do that doesn't really feel right for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. easy for us to say, right? Cause we've both done it, but not necessarily easy to do when you're like on the other side of that equation. Right. So well, I think, I mean, I, sorry, go ahead. Well, I'm, I'm just asking like if there was advice that you'd want to give to a mom who's feeling um, perhaps like you did when your children were younger, she's feeling overwhelmed. Uh, she's feeling unhappy with the practice that she's created. Where does she start? Get adjusted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't getting adjusted regularly. Of course yeah. I felt imbalanced. I yeah. mean, this is the aligned women podcast yeah. and, um, you know, I just made a point to get adjusted every two weeks. And, and that makes it easy for me when my patients ask me, well, what do you recommend for maintenance? I said, well, in my life, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. And I'm not selling chiropractic. I'm selling my lifestyle. And um, 
and I, I would say starting with um, getting adjusted and scheduling a massage, right? For me, as a, I have a background as a massage therapist, so every month um, I make that time. And um, I have an acupuncturist working with me now, and so I'm adding that to my routine and kind of experiencing what that feels like for me. And um, yeah. That's, that's, I mean, an, an easy, that's an easy answer. So first step, right? Like, yes, do that. If you're not getting adjusted regularly, then start now, schedule it today. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other would be, um, you know, accepting help. I think, I think as chiropractors and, and business owners, we are all strong. We're all strong women. We wouldn't go into this field if we didn't have that, um, confidence in ourselves yeah and so it's really hard to um, ask for help and accept it you know I think people had to force a lot of help on me my husband had a horrible injury and um, and and was really sick for a while and you know my community pulled together and and brought us meals and that was such a blessing and such a gift and um, really hard to take that on but I say, okay, I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, during a major life change or life crisis, even, I think that's potentially um, the easiest time to accept help, right? When things look like we're, when we look like we're okay and like we're functioning okay on the outside to other people, I think that that is sometimes the hardest time for some people to accept help to receive help because even though they feel like they want it or need it like they don't feel um deserving of it or they haven't hit rock bottom yet right so let's potentially not go there okay (laughs) right let's like let's keep ourselves from having to hit rock bottom if at all possible before we start to make big changes in our lives and i think that would be um, an awesome takeaway for a mom listening to the show today who's feeling like she's less than happy, but things aren't terrible, right? That it's, yeah. actually, it's actually okay to start making changes now instead of just trying to ride out this period of life and hope that someday magically everything aligns and is perfect. Yeah, so asking, asking for help and receiving it, allowing yourself to receive it, saying no is probably a really good thing too you know we like to help yes so you know yeah saying no an example of that for you in your practice sounds like when you stopped um accepting workers compensation yeah i was essentially saying no to some patients do you have tips or advice even about how you went through that transition of letting go of workers comp or just um not that specifically but like, like <laughs> for a lot of people it's the, the change is more of like mental and emotional rather than the logistical aspects like you can really if you're yeah. committed you can figure out the logistical aspects of transitioning your practice from accepting insurance to not sure right but the mental and emotional parts that go into it i i find are often more challenging yeah I don't know. I, 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 I go back and when I, when I went to go to this multidisciplinary clinic, it, it didn't turn out to be what I wanted it to be. And I left and um, now I'm in like my third 
incarnation of my practice. Um, and at the time, I, I did like, um, I have a giant chalkboard in my house that my kids, it's like a wall that we painted with chalkboard to paint. And so we do a lot of doodling and drawing and happy birthday signs. And I just, you know, made a big thing on the wall, like, should I move into this location or this location and kind of the pros and cons. I have a really hard time with making decisions. <laughs> and um, so for me, writing down and journaling about the pros and the cons and like thinking and planning ahead um, was an approach that I've always, I've always gone with. And um, I rationalized the multidisciplinary clinic um, based on those pros and cons. Um, when I went to move into my, my office where I have my clinic now, I just went on my gut feeling and just went and really trusted that. Mm -hmm. As I went around and looked at spaces and looked at spaces and um, I, you know, I don't know why I was, I just had to move 15 miles into a new town, but I just knew I had to, to do that. And um, you know, just trusting that, that gut feeling and that inner voice. So you mentioned that your practice hours change often now as your schedule changes as your uh, priorities change or as a season changes. How long did it take you to arrive at a point in practice where you were okay with doing that? Oh gosh. I don't know. Maybe more just recently. Yeah. Yeah. Because for years I had really the same hours. I think, um, I'm a lot more in tune with my gut feeling now mm. that my gut is healthy. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Maybe. I don't think I've really thought about it that way before I talk about intuition a lot, but, um, and I do believe that nutrition, like really clean nutrition allows us to be more in tune with our intuition. But yeah, I like the, I like the way you put it, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like a silly analogy, but um, I guess, you know, you, you talk about the innate. I don't, um, but it's that. And, and that's an interesting point. Like um, I talk about innate with chiropractors, right? And I don't so much with chiropractic patients. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me more about what like who your favorite patients are now in practice now that you have a practice that's more aligned to you and what you want your life to be like, what are your patients? Like? Um, I treat a lot of um, families. I don't, um, I, I specifically market to moms. I know that, you know, as a mom and I know from just watching the way my business has grown is moms make the healthcare decisions for the family. Yes. And so, um, yeah, probably to a certain degree you attract what you are. So I see a lot of, um, and probably also because of my kids are in that same stage, right? So I see a lot of moms who have kids in the um, grade school, elementary, junior high. I, I moved my location right near a junior high and high school. So I see a lot more um, kids now as well. I think probably hopefully because of that, that's sort of the goal. Mm -hmm. um, but just people who are healthy and active and maybe they have sports injuries here and there and, you know, they'll send, send me their husband if they've, you know, tweaked their ankle or their back and, and just, you know, their kid if they've overdone it in soccer and I'm just having a lot of fun. Yeah. Interestingly, this community also has a lot of um, like 
recent retirees. People move here because, you know, this is Santa Cruz County. We have waves, we have mountains, we have, you know, long sandy beaches, great mountain biking. And, and people move here when they are early retired to be healthy and active. And so a lot of my, um, my I, I'm seeing more and more, I hate, you know, I guess boomers, early boomers mm -hmm. and, um, and really people who, who are wanting to maintain their healthy, active lifestyle as they age and they sort of have these orthopedic issues. So and did you are, find it easier to attract these types of patients, like healthy, active patients, after you became more healthy and active yourself? Yes. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. I, I had someone reach out to me recently and ask, um, because my, my background is in sports chiropractic as well as yours. And she asked how she could get more involved in sports chiropractic. And I was like, I know you've just had a baby like eight weeks ago, <laughs> but do what you can right now to be an athlete, to be active. Yeah. Right. And even if join the stroller strides. If there's a stroller strides in right. your community, even if that just means like for her being an athlete is taking a walk with the baby, carrying totally. the baby. Or doing some core rehab each day, that's like you're getting yourself into when an athlete does. Like they do their sports, right? And yeah. I really strongly believe that um, in many ways, as chiropractors, we, we should be congruent with what we are practicing. And so getting adjusted, as you mentioned, is part of that piece. But also, when you want to have a certain type of practice and attract a certain type of person to your practice, then be that person. Right. Be that person. Right. Yeah. Awesome. So do you feel like marketing your practice was easier for you after, after you worked through your own journey and um, changed your lifestyle? Yes. I also hired a marketing <laughs> consultant to help me keep on track because yes. it's easy to um, not prioritize a newsletter or a blog post. And so um, yeah. I have, I have a marketing coach that I check in with and she is phenomenal and instrumental in helping me stay on track that way. And on message, you know, I, I wrote a horrible blog post last week. <laughs> She's like, this is, this is crap. <laughs> I'm going to have to help you edit this. And, and now it's, you know, it's nice to have someone else to, to work with on that. And, um, you know, not everybody can afford that. So, you know, talk to another small business owner or maybe find another chiropractor in another city and um, a friend from school that you can bounce ideas off with. I think that, that having a, a mind, what, what do you call it? Like a, a group, right? A yeah, a mastermind. Group. Thank you, a mastermind. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I have one last question for you to wrap it up. And really, I think this might just be a way of kind of summarizing, if you will, all the things that we've chatted about so far. But for the mom that's listening to the show today who is feeling very overwhelmed um, and she's hearing what we're saying and she's thinking, yeah, yeah, that all sounds great, but I'm too busy. I'm too stressed out. I am barely making it in whatever way that means to her right now. What would you want to say to her as she's listening today? That that is okay. It's okay. It's okay to be stressed out and overwhelmed. And, and that's probably a really important part of her personal journey. Like it was for you and I. Yes. Um, 
and to take time. I think I, I tell my patients a lot, like healing takes time mm-hmm. and, and getting through overwhelm and, 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 and stress also takes time and that's okay. Take all the time you need. Amen. Okay. So if someone that's listening to the show today would like to connect with you, um, learn more about you or even your practice, where is the best place for her to reach out to you? Well, um, social media is great. I'm on Facebook. Um, I have a personal account where I have my kids' pictures, Mm -hmm. Um, Goldie Jacques Mains, and then I have sort of more or where I reach out to patients as Dr. Goldie. Um, I have a Instagram accounts and uh, my business is golden chiropractic and um, feel free to sign up for my newsletter. I guess if you want to see what we're doing in terms of marketing and the kinds of events that we participate with in our community and how we're, how I'm just working to build a healthy, active community. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much for everything you shared today. Thank you. Hey, if you are loving the Align Women podcast, be sure to subscribe to the newsletter. When you do, you'll be one of the first to receive the free upcoming guide, Marketing 101 from Moms and Chiropractic, to help you get clear and focused on your marketing efforts for 2017. So head over to alignwoman.com and subscribe today.